from the Cyber Hub Bunker and Studio. You're tuning in to the Cyber Hub Podcast. And now for your host and CISO, James Azar. Good morning, Cyber Gang. Welcome to another episode of the Cyber Hub Podcast. We're live with all of y'all on YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter now, X, Twitch, Rumble, and Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for joining us this morning. A packed show for all of us today. A lot going on in the twirling of cybersecurity, especially in the world of geopolitics and how nation states are starting to shift. There's a lot to do with that. A lot to do with what's going on, not only globally, but also locally in a lot of these nations and so forth. So we're going to get right into that. There's going to be an exclusive take on this uh, on our Substack later today. Go check it out, jamesazar.substack.com. If you do become a subscriber to get the exclusive content, we send you one of these awesome espresso travel mugs that keep your espresso warm for hours on end, which is great when you're traveling. Join me for a coffee cup. Cheers, my double espresso, this time in a normal mug because we're doing the show live. Good morning, our fans on YouTube and LinkedIn. Thank you all for your comments. Let's go ahead and get started with an alleged Chinese cyber attack targeting U.S. power and water system. This is being broken by the Washington Post that's referencing unnamed officials and security experts that allegedly people associated with the Chinese People Liberation Army have have burrowed into the computer systems of about two dozen critical entities over the past year. The intrusions are said to be part of a broader effort to develop a way to sow panic, create chaos, and snarl logistics in the event a war breaks out between the U.S. and China. The report claims that that the victims allegedly targeted by the Chinese attackers include a water utility in Hawaii, a major West Coast port, at least one oil and gas pipeline, the attackers also said to have attempted to hack the operator of the Texas power grid. The alleged victims are not only within the U.S., with several entities outside the U.S. also claiming to have been targeted. So far, at least none of the intrusions was found to have any uh, IC uh, to affect any ICS systems that operate critical functions. However, targeting a utility in Hawaii is notable because it's home to the U.S. Pacific Fleet. Taking out a utility in the event of a war could disrupt efforts to de- to, de- to deploy troops and or equipment, Microsoft warned in May that Volt Typhoon, part of a Chinese APT, was suspected of preparing to disrupt U.S.-Asia communication networks in a potential crisis. Volt Typhoon campaign emphasized stealth using advanced techniques. We talked about this back in May. The National Security also published a joint advisory alongside authorities from Australia, Canada, New Zealand, and the U.K., the so-called Five Eyes, containing a guide for tactics, techniques, and procedures employed by the Chinese state-sponsored actors. China is obviously picking itself up and really trying to sow, one, um, its ability to have a backdoor to our environment, and number two, um, gain access in order to sow and and essentially create fear within the population, uh, which is another thing they like to do. A recently outed APT actor, Sandman, appears to be linked to China, according to Sentinel One, Microsoft, and PwC. This is coming after a joint report. Uh, These guys were brought into the spotlight by essentially targeting telecom providers in the Middle East, Europe, and Southeast Asia, most likely for cyber espionage. The joint report, however, draws links between the observed Sandman APT attacks and the activity of Storm 0866, a suspected China-based threat actor developed known for uh, to be using the key plug backdoor key plug which was detailed back in march of 2022 was being used by 
multiple different amputees, including the brass typhoon or wicked panda. The malware was believed to be exclusive to APT41, but they've subsequently identified at least three other developing clusters, including Keyplug, um, and this one actually pertaining to Sandman. So with these findings, we now understand a bit more about how China's cyber army is really divvying up the world into specific territories with their need to kind of control all of that that really brings in kind of the, the 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 chinese thought process and how that impacts businesses attackers acting on behalf of the russian government are targeting u.s intelligence officials in a sophisticated spear phishing campaign designed to influence elections in the uk according to the doj a federal indictment has been unsealed on thursday against two individuals connected to the plot after a grand jury in San Francisco returned an indictment on Tuesday, the individuals are Roslan Alexandrovich Prieteiko, an officer in the FSB, the Russian's Federal Security Services, and Andrei uh, Stanislavovich Koronitz. They're each charged with one kind of conspiracy to commit offense against the United States and one kind of conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Wire fraud, sorry. Along the unindicted co-conspirators, the defendants were a part of a group of so-called Callisto group uh then diamond alleges that the hacking campaign took place between 2016 and 2022 targeted current and former employees of the u.s intel committee dod department of state defense contractors and doe facilities again department of energy starting to see china iran russia this axis of evil as i call them right they're very much targeting critical infrastructure because they realize the way to paralyze any response from the U.S. while they'll achieve their international goals is to sow chaos at home. And they'll do that through division. They'll do that through trying to group us against each other rather than against them. Because they realize that the weakness of the democracy is the democracy of itself because democracy in itself is ugly. It's not beautiful. It's not supposed to be beautiful. There is nothing ever. We've, we've been told a fallacy about this. They know this, right? So... Their idea of kind of sowing these divisions and 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 potentially hindering critical uh, infrastructure and taking it down, um, even if they know they're taking it down for a few days, would know would would essentially suspend any sort of U.S. response to anything going on internationally. And it doesn't have to be a military operation; it could be just a coup somewhere, um, for that matter. In a breaking story, Ukraine's biggest mobile operator suffering a massive cyber attack according to reuters ukraine's biggest mobile network operator kiev star said it was a victim of a powerful attack on tuesday morning which has temporarily knocked out its cellular and internet signal they're owned by vion and amsterdam listed mobile telecom operator and they're working to repair the outage and are cooperating with law enforcement bodies separately the co-founder of the monobank a major ukrainian payment system said in a social post that his company is currently suffering a ddos attack but that everything was under control. Um, Kiev Star is saying no personal data has been compromised. The attack seems to be on infrastructure. This is likely going to be attributed to Russia, although they're not saying it. But again, who has an interest to knock down communication in, in Ukraine? Ask yourself that question, then get that answer, especially given that Zelensky is now meeting with world leaders and is uh, meeting in the White House today. So again, so in chaos and critical infrastructure in order to potentially distract Zelensky from what he's working on getting uh, through Congress and additional aid for the Ukraine. Cold storage giant Americold is disclosing a data breach after a cyber attack in April of this year. 
These guys have 129,000 employees, their dependents and their personal information were all stolen in the cyber attack in April. This was claimed by the Cactus Ransomware Group. Um, Americold says that uh, employs 70,000 people worldwide, operates more than uh, 24 uh, temperature-controlled warehouses across North America, Europe, Asia, Pacific, and South America. The April network breach led to an outage affecting the company's operations after Americold forced it to shut down its IT networks to contain the breach and rebuild the impacted systems. They've also told customers via private memo issued after the attack to cancel all inbound deliveries and reschedule outbound shipments, except for those deemed to be critical, time-sensitive, and nearing expiration. In a letter sent on December 8th, 129,611 current and former employees and their dependents were affected by the breach itself. So it's purely employee there. Toyota Germany is notifying customers that their personal information was compromised in a ransomware attack on the company last month. This was initially disclosed in mid-November. We brought that here on the show. Toyota announced last month that attackers had gained access to internal systems at various locations and that they took those systems offline in response. The company didn't say what type of attack it fell victim to, but the Medusa ransomware gang quickly claimed responsibility for the incident, adding Toyota Financial Services to its store-based leak site and threatening to release stolen data publicly. Medusa has since published the stolen information, which includes corporate documents, passport copies, and spreadsheets containing various types of personal information. The ransomware gang also claimed to have access user ID, emails, and hashed passwords. Toyota Germany posted an update notice on its website informing visitors that the attacker had gained access to the systems of Toyota in Germany and that personal information was compromised without providing data uh, as of yet. According to researchers, this was part of the Citrix bleed vulnerability is how they got access to that environment. Attackers have used hundreds of fake profiles on LinkedIn, many very convincing, to target professionals at companies in Saudi Arabia, not only for financial fraud, but to convince employees in specific roles to provide sensitive corporate information. This was in a presentation at an event in Saudi Arabia last month. Researchers said they uncovered nearly a thousand fake profiles created with the aim of reaching out to companies in the Middle East using well-connected synthetic identities. And for the most part, the campaign had significant success, according to Newman Com, telecom threat management lead at Saudi Telecom, and one of the researchers who presented at the event. So normally the profiles would send a contact request to anyone, but it looks like people were not hesitant to accept. They were not even, um, they never even thought that it could be a fake profile. Again, if you're not and, and we'll get to kind of what, the, what they were doing here, but if you're not really training and, and doing awareness on LinkedIn espionage, you're missing the eight ball here. You really are. LinkedIn is, 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 is further and further becoming a tool being used by threat actors in order to gain intelligence, in order to potentially infect endpoints, in order to, to even manipulate people into sharing information. And so you definitely want to be working with your teams in your organizations um, and training them to that. And our final story today, Apple rolled out its security-themed iOS and iPad refreshes to address multiple serious vulnerabilities. The newest iOS 17.2 and iPad OS 17.2 contain fixes for at least 11 documented security defects, some strong enough to lead to arbitrary code execution on app sandbox escapes. So you want to make sure you get those updated as well. And there's also uh, rolled out iOS 16.7.3 and iPadOS 16.7.3 for devices running older versions uh, than the one.
currently had, meaning it's not version specific, but rather it's potentially architecture um, and what's being used there. That's it for our show this morning. We'll be back with a whole lot more tomorrow live at 9 a.m. Go check out our Substack later today. We are dropping something very significant around the Russia, China, Iran axis, and really kind of how you're seeing their plans come into play. So you can go to jamesazar.substack.com for there. Until then, have a great rest of your day. And most importantly, y'all stay cyber safe. We love feedback. So make sure to connect with us on social media and subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast listening platform.